Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, all right, all right. A happy Thirsty Thursday to you, North America. It is the DA Show on NBA Finals Game One Day. Mraz and Bogish with DA still on paternity leave. Pete the body and Kaplan both as well. You get a baby. You get a baby. You get a baby. We get a Jockalone who sometimes looks like a baby. We get a Kevin Wall <laughs> who looks like, uh, I don't know, the background in Legends of the Hidden Temple. It is us here on the DA show. Billy, I don't think like that one. All right. Just... No, no, I'd rather be a baby than, than the other one. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't believe what the hell that means. To be I don't honest. either, to be mm. honest with you. Billy, you're only slightly bigger than babies. But I was a baby. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Greg, Greg Caserta with us, Caserting himself into every conversation as well. It is the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. So we've done a lot of NBA Finals so far. We also asked a poll question, and I think a very important one is our analytics team will get to work on analytics here um, if they didn't leave at 6.55, and that is this question and answer. Will these NBA Finals in the next three weeks make you subliminally buy chicken nuggets? <laughs> That's not what subliminally means. I mean, it's not. Like, you can't ask somebody if they're going to know what is going to happen unknowingly to them in the future. The point Sorry is that I can't get past that. The Nuggets being an NBA Finals favorite will have people thinking Nuggets on their mind. And I believe you are more likely to get a four, six-piece, a 10-piece, a 20-piece somewhere wherever your favorite nugget distributor is, than you otherwise would over the next three weeks because it's going to be in your head, which is where the word subliminal comes from. This has to be a trackable thing. So I'm going to let Kaplan know that you made this prediction today, and I hope that we can have a starting point. You know, the most recent sales data on chicken nuggets across this great country. And uh-huh. then three weeks from now or at the end of June, maybe we'll have another, and we'll see if there's any kind of bump. So go vote at CBS Sports Radio on that. Uh, and, of course, your Booskies coming in at Mraz CBS at Andrew Bogus. A little football here to start. And it's amazing to me how many people so close to the game still don't get it. In fact, I could make the case that in the world of sports, where how many times have you heard athletes say, and it always rubs me the wrong way, did you play the game? 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 You know what I'm talking about, Bogues? The did you play the game people? Oh, yeah. They are so... Okay, so because I wasn't born 
with the talent and or didn't have the parents and the time and the money to put me into training, that means I can no longer watch, observe, and comment on something? You should tell those people about what you would have been as a hockey player had your parents not done you so dirty. Exactly. If I was born in Canada with Canadian parents and money and, dare I say, healthcare, I probably would have been a top 10 lottery pick in the NHL. Anyway, because I had the natural gifts otherwise. And you, you've determined you have those natural gifts because you played deck hockey a few times. And I played ice hockey right. growing up. But when you, when you say that, you were on a team, an ice hockey team? Yeah. Like a travel team? How many games did you play? Ten. Total? Yeah. At, at what age? But I played deck hockey my whole life, probably countless thousands of games. Right. And you were always the best player on the on the deck that day? No, that's the point. I was talented enough um, that I was one of like the 15 best players in my town. Right. So you, so that means then there were in your town, there were 14 other people who had the ability to be a top 10 NHL pick that didn't make it. I think they maxed out what they had, and they had more training than I did and such. Gotcha. I just I rolled the pucks out, and that's how good I was. Oh, so your point is they trained to be a deck hockey star. You didn't, and therefore being as good as them means you could have projected yourself into, into the NHL. Just showed up with the stick and gloves, pal. I gotcha. All right? Now, I say this because Boomer Esiason, who gave me a disgusting look this morning pre-show. Yep. It was about 5.30 a.m. Eastern, and full disclosure, it's summertime. I wore shorts today. Mesh shorts. DA's out. The kids play. All right? I wore the shorts today. Um, which you're wearing shorts as well. By the yeah, way, I wear, but I'm not, wearing like not, I'm wearing nice shorts. They're, they're what they call bird dogs. They're meant to be like nice and oh, Jimmy okay. and whatever. They're actually a nice branded short. Built-in underpants on those ones? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now I'm still wearing other underpants on top of it. Are you really? Because I still don't trust it. So you're wearing boxers? Yeah. Loose boxers, and then you're pulling up well, the I'm wearing, mesh? But, no, I'm wearing boxer briefs. So okay. Everything's tight and compressed. But, but the boxer briefs, therefore, are going through, like, they're longer than the mesh... Uh, a little bit, yeah, but they kind of bunch up. I just don't trust it. I can't have – put it this way. If somebody walks up behind you and pantses you, I can't be one pants away from a noodle cadoodle. I need two layers, all right? Okay. So I'm not a built-in guy. Anyway, we're getting way off track here. Boomer Esiason was disgusted by my look, and he just kind of grumbled something and walked to his office. Maybe he was just disgusted by my mere presence. I don't know. But Maybe I was, he knew you were about to rip him on the radio. I was disgusted by something he said as a Giant fan and as an observer of the league. This is a long-winded way of saying players or former players and analysts around the league still don't get it when it comes to running backs. It's amazing to me because executives in the NFL now get it. Look no further than this offseason. Austin Eckler, boy, did he talk a big game. I want out if they're not going to sign me to big money. I'm so valuable. Oh, he cowered and went back on that one-year deal so quickly, didn't he, Bogues? Oh, he did. Josh Jacobs, I'm I'm a first-round pick. I'm a free agent. Guess what he did? Sign that tag. Aaron Jones, please don't cut me. Please don't cut me. I'm going to restructure my deal. All looking around, pointing the finger at fat Zeke Elliott. Can somebody tell me if he's employed right now? Is he finally had to get cut because he signed a big money deal and we learned he wasn't worth it? Derrick Henry, remember those rumors of him being shopped? I mean, that might be the most dominant running back in football. Uh, I want to go around the room. Did anybody trade for Derrick Henry this offseason when he was being shopped? So before, I don't know if that one counts. That was one person outside the NFL breaking news sphere that made the Derrick Henry story. The other things are valid. I don't know if that Henry counts on this list. The last guy left standing of the star running back group, it was almost like everybody wanted to get paid at once, by the way. This is what's crazy, and it almost worked against them that they all weren't one at a time. But Saquon Barkley. The Giants running back who had a great year last year, 
who had a great rookie year, is five years into his career and has had a much injury-plagued career, and while flashed and while great and while brilliant last year, to say he hasn't lived up to the billing as a number 2 overall pick is an understatement. He has become the rare player in football that is both awesome and still undeserving of where he was drafted. I think that's fair, and I've watched every snap of his. Number two overall pick, you have to be, like, earth-shattering good. He has been right in that, like, he should be so far and above these other running backs good. He's not. He's very good. He's awesome. I love rooting for him. I love watching him play. Although I think he's better than every running back you've mentioned so far. I don't think the Giants are drastically a worse team if Austin Eckler is their running back as opposed to Saquon Barkley. And that's where the value comes in. But they're a worse team. I think they're still a playoff team. And I like Austin Eckler a lot, but I think that the year last year is different if it's him, not Saquon. Okay. Saquon also, we finally saw him healthy. He's a guy who's never healthy. Yeah. But anyway, he has until July 15th to sign, or I'm sorry, to come up with a long-term extension with the Giants. And the Giants, previously in season and right immediately after season, it has been reported that the Giants offered him somewhere around 14 or $15 million per year which seems like a drastic overpay in hindsight. And then what happened was Saquon Barkley played a little hardball. Christian McCaffrey's making $16 million a year. So I think he wanted he didn't want to break it, but he wanted to get close to Christian McCaffrey, 15-5, 16. Then the running back market broke. And the Giants and their, and their brass looked around as they signed Daniel Jones long-term and said, wait a minute, we still have the franchise take here. Nobody's paying for running backs. Who are we bidding against right now? Who are we bidding against? We have the tag. We have the ability to tag Saquon, meaning if anybody really wants him, they got to give us some kind of pick, two picks. So the Giants tag Saquon. He's yet to agree to the agreement. Now, if he doesn't agree to a long-term deal by July 15th, he has no choice but to either play in the take or completely hold out, in which case he gets nothing. He's going to owe money back. So Boomer Esiason went on radio in New York. Okay, they're the Giants radio station. And said, I hope the Giants and Saquon come to some sort of agreement. I would hate to see him in another uniform. Maybe like four years, 52 mil, 28 mil guaranteed. It's really about the guaranteed money. He's right. To come to a long-term deal, it's about the guaranteed money. But here's the problem. This year, Saquon Barkley is getting, in what will be his sixth year of his career, $10 million guaranteed on the tag. That feels like a pretty good bargain for the Giants. Next year, if the Giants were to tag him a second time, which they have the ability to do so... That number is about $23 million. Meaning, if the Giants have Saquon in year six and seven of his career at a running back position, where how much longer are they really elite beyond that? The most it will cost them is $33 million. And they have the ability this year to say, well, Saquon gets hurt again in week four and he's not around. Well, then we're not on the hook for the $23 million next year. Right now, it's actually smart business for the Giants to tag running backs back-to-back years, and that's where the running back system is broken because it's probably smart for the Raiders to do that with Jacobs, for the Chargers to do that with Eckler. It is smart business to go year by year, and these running backs have lost leverage. If you want to sign a long-term deal as a running back, you almost have to go the route some of these young prospects in Major League Baseball are doing, which is, I probably can make more money in four years if I wait, but is it worth waiting if I get hurt or something like that to do that? So the Giants have pulled back their offer because they realize they're bidding against themselves, and now there's the fear that, oh, you'd hate to see him in a uniform somewhere else. Based on what? The Giants have all the leverage. If he doesn't play in the tag, they don't have to trade him. He can sit out. The only time he plays in another uniform is when the Giants decide they're done with him, and that might be a CBA thing and a broken thing, but as former players and analysts like Boomer is and some of these people are, I know you're speaking for your NFLPA brethren there. 
But it ain't good business to sign running backs long-term, and it's amazing we still have to explain this. Well, right, but I, I, I guess... So first of all, in general, I, I'll take any any company can get an, on this fight, and Christian McCaffrey spoke up about running backs this week as well, because I, I'll die on this hill. It, there's, I think the bigger problem is there's not enough elite running backs for whatever reason. There's just not as many of them as... So, like, there are guys, and Saquon's one of them, that I would pay. Sa- the Giants need Saquon Barkley. I think the Giants without him are worse than you think they are without him. I don't think he's easily replaceable. My concern for him is his injury history. Yeah. Like Christian McCaffrey, same thing. That guy's a difference maker. He's one of the best football players in the league when he's healthy, but he's just not healthy enough. But he was healthy this past year, and he was damn good for San Francisco. I'd want to pay him. I'd want to draft him. We just came off the draft talking about B. John Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. Those are those are legit talented, impactful players, but they did they live in a world now where we do where they had to be luxury picks. They had to be teams that like it made sense for the Eagles yeah. to take one of them. So it's not this is not for everybody. But you can be in a position where you can pay a running back and it's not a mistake. Well so mm. all right. The best way I can explain this have you ever done a Rubik's Cube? Yeah, I know what you're going to say. I, and I know that I'm in the, in the vast minority here of defending them. But how could you defend it if the, the proof is in the pudding? Because That's the, not how you build a champion. But you can finish a championship build with the running back. And the Giants, you can say all you want about, well, I'll just go get somebody else. And I know it's happened, but it's not guaranteed. Like, Saquon Barkley should be on the Giants next year. They are, to me, definitively worse yeah. if he's not a giant. He so, should because right. he should be just be playing on the tag, and that's the CBA problem. Sure. So so here's – but but there's also, a, a, as I think Boom was trying to get to, there's a scenario where you're paying him the money that you just said you'd be comfortable doing, the back-to-back tags, and also it looks like a long-term deal, but it's really not. So you're only paying him the two tags if that's what the guaranteed money well, is. His agent Why, is what's also, wrong with that? Because the Giants also, also have tried to get near that as well, and the agent has played hardball. Right, now, so now, now there, there's a point where also Barkley is wrong. Like I he think he shouldn't be wrong. paid at, at the exact level of Christian McCaffrey, I, but he's better than everybody else that we've talked about already today, and the Giants need him. But he hasn't so, been. But he hasn't been consistently that much. He's been, he was better last year. He has not been that for five years. He hasn't. I I, I understand the risk of his. Of he hasn't his even been a history. top five back over the last five years since he's been drafted. He because hasn't. he's because he's barely played. He's but that's three part seasons of it. playing and two hurt. I right right. So but if you're gonna buy, but there's a price to keep him, and I want to keep him, and the price tag because of the franchise tag is somewhat obvious because that's what you work off of. I would rather sign a receiver or safety or something like that and play in those parts. I mean, whoa, what what year what year were you born? I was born in 96. Okay. What year did your parents get married? 94. Okay. Kevin Wall's parents weren't even married the last time a leading rusher in the NFL won the Super Bowl. Right. Like I, I know that. But that, I don't need him to be the number one rusher. Uh, well, that's if, fine. If, but if you're going to make that guarantee, be at the top of the, the point is if you're going to invest that much money, guaranteed, $30 million guaranteed, uh, around that, you better have a guy you think is going to put you over the top and win a Super Bowl. And the truth is that is the one position in the NFL where that's just not the case. Heck, the Giants had our colleague, I think the best running back they've ever had, Tiki Barber, say, see you later and retire. And the very next year when they cleared out the money, you had Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs, and you won two Super Bowls in the next four years after that. Right, but it wasn't because Tiki was holding them back. Uh, you know what? Maybe he wasn't holding them back, 
But at the same time... And they weren't incorrectly built because they had Tiki. No, but resources freed up and you were proven that, you know what, this team, we had thing better things we could do with our assets, and it worked out. Now, but that's not to say not, they wouldn't have That's not what happened. Tiki left. He did. So they did not They did not redo their math or their salary cap calculations or go, we need actually a safety, not a running well, back. That I would happen. argue. I would argue the 2011 team and the salary cap was built and thanks to the fact that you didn't have Tiki Barber with a big cap hit. But were they going to get rid of Tiki if he was healthy? If he wanted to keep but playing? But you could have had dead cap at all that point. Yeah. I, it, look, it, they weren't they weren't kicking the point Tiki is, to the curb. You can hang on to a running back more than any other position longer than you should because of the way the stupid salary cap works and the guaranteed monies and the dead hits and all the stuff going around there. And the running back lifespan just doesn't... It doesn't equal the way you have to manufacture the salary cap, and it's not fair to running backs, and I think something has to change in the CBA, but it's just not good business to say they better get something done. I'd hate to see him in another uniform. I'm a Giant fan. If I see him in another uniform, I see him in another uniform. Thank you for the time you've given me, but I, I know that the blueprint is there, that it's stupid to pay you a lot of guaranteed money. But didn't you start this by saying you could pay him back-to-back franchise tags? But I know I'm not locked in, so if they pay him the back-to-back franchise tags... And it's only for one year. I'm not taking on a dead cap hit at any point the rest of the time. But which but, is going to happen, even if you give him the guaranteed thirty million. Let's say it's a four year deal, bogus. Yeah. Um, and you can spread the cap hits out however you want to yeah. do it, and structure it however you right. want to do it. It ends up being a two year contract. It ends up being a two year contract, but you will inevitably have to eat some money in years three or four. It's just the way you move these things around. I understand, but we also have seen teams now they just don't care anymore about that kind of stuff. Like, we, like that's also something yeah, that's that's well, changing as well. Is that you know we've had multiple quarterbacks who have far bigger dead cap numbers. He can't be traded. He can't be moved. Yeah. And they move him because teams know how to finagle their way through dead cap space, well, too. Well, sorry, Saquon. You're also playing on a team that just last year amazingly made the playoffs be- after being in salary cap hell. And because they had their, they have actually good players now, they also have to sign Dexter Lawrence. They're going to have to sign Kayvon Thibodeau, Andrew Thomas at some point soon. You just can't tie up that money in the position that has a less value than these other positions. You just can't. So then, you're, so then your argument should be they should not even entertain signing him now. Uh, yes, now that I've seen the rest of it play out. So you because don't the, want the bottom him on the team next year. And yes, I've talked to myself in circles. No, no, no. I want him on the team on the tag. I don't want him signing a four-year deal with this team. I think that's a mistake. And I believe, more so than anything else, what I'm forgetting right now to say. And that is something I've forgotten to say, and I'm still forgetting in real time to try to talk myself. It, it's not allocation of resources I was trying to say. It is, uh, damn, 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 I had a good point. Where did it go? <laughs> Where did it go? Did you cough it up like no! Lamb earlier? <coughs> there it is. There it is. No, I had the point. The point was there, and it was the final card I was going to play that was inarguable, and now I lost it. You ever have that moment? Imagine happening it with a microphone on in front mm. of you. I forgot what I was going to say. The football gods are cursing you right now because your ah! points are wrong. The Giants have no choice but to extend Saquon Barkley. No. They have no choice. Yes. The the Giants won three games because of Saquon Barkley. The two-point conversion against Tennessee. In London against the Packers. Sliding at the one-yard line against Baltimore. Did he help them beat Philly at any point? I, the Eagles are a better team. Let's be real. Exactly. The Eagles are uh, a much okay. better and he can, team. And he, he has no hand in solving Jalen Hurts. Guess what he has a hand in? Alleviating that pass rush in Daniel Jones' face and stuff. The Giants are not in the postseason without Saquon Barkley. Uh, I I hate to say it. 
They could have been. You, and the difference between Saquon Newsflash. and Tiki in the past, the Giants had an offensive line. Newsflash. The Giants had an offensive line in, when Tiki retired in 06. You were able to have a Bob Bradshaw break out 88 yards against Buffalo. Right. You were supposed to have – you were able to give Derek Ward his five minutes of fame with that 200-yard game against Carolina in week, six, in week 16. The Giants, well, last year the Giants played the Packers and then Saquon Barkley gets hurt in that game. Daniel Jones carries them down the field to beat the Packers. They don't make the players without that game. Saquon Barkley didn't do enough in the tie with the Commanders. That could have been enormous. Daniel Jones and, and Kayvon Thibodeau carried them in the game that they won versus the Commanders on Sunday Football. I'm not denying that Saquon Barkley was a big part of what they did last year. I think you're overselling that the team would have been better no, than wait, you think they would have been without him. He's half him. your offense at the end of the day. So is it He's one, half your offense at the end of the day. You know what? He's that big of a weapon. Right now, yeah, but that's because they invested a second-round pick in him. The point is you can continue to build this. They just drafted a running back in the fifth round. Running backs by committees. Look what the freaking Chiefs just did with Isaiah okay, Pacheco. But now you're making Patrick Mahomes and Daniel Jones the same thing, and Travis Kelsey is not a giant. Okay. So that's not that's not the same comparison either. And just one thing I want to point out, and you maybe you have it better, but I've now read it in three different places. It's a total of 22 mil guaranteed over the next two years back-to-back tags. It's 10, and then it's 12. Oh, it's even not, better. It's not 10, and then 22. So I misread this quote, so it's even better. Right. They should so, be doing that. Exactly, and that was Boomer's point. Boomer's point was make a deal that's a little no, north no, no. of the back-to-back tags, and done. Boomer wanted to make it $28 million guaranteed So that's money. too much. So yes, what's, so that's my point. Okay, but now for a 26 mil, what's okay. the $2 million but here's you're, the you're problem. dying no, but on? Here's the problem. If you sign Saquon right now, two-year deal, $23 million guaranteed. That's it. The equivalent of the back-to-back tags. Yeah. Okay. That's not what Saquon wants or what Boomer's in to do. Okay. To make that work, you need to sign 3-4. My point is, in two years, he could be done after this year. You can't have dead cap money tied up in a running back where every successful franchise who wins Super Bowls doesn't do that with running backs. So there's two... I'm, just- I'm tired of this. I bought a Saquon jersey once a time. They can't win without him. BS! They just signed Darren Waller. Newsflash. He's going to be more important to their success this year than Saquon Barkley. But you've but you're there's two different things you're arguing here. Saquon Barkley's agent could be asking for fifty million guaranteed dollars, which would be ridiculous. But that does not disqualify the argument of Saquon Barkley should be on the Giants and should get paid something akin to twenty three million dollars guaranteed over the next two years. Those are two separate things. Also, yeah, okay. Well, the, but here it still comes back to the one thing that I, I feel like I didn't hammer home enough and you did point out. The injuries do matter, bro. You can't hand this guy a two, three, four-year deal, even if the guarantees are a lot in the first two years. Like, there is a better chance Saquon Barkley misses five games this year than he's a pro bowler because his career trajectory tells me that's what he will do. And guess what? The Giants in those games without Saquon, now that the team's gotten a little better and they have real coaching, are going to be fine. These aren't the Joe Judge Giants where they're doomed without Saquon. And you can say all you want about the two-point conversion. Fine. Saquon had his moments. I'm not trying to dismiss him as a bad player. I believe with Brian Dables, a good head coach, they're going to be fine. They're not doomed if Saquon misses games anymore. So let's just, the scenario where Saquon plays this next coming season, and he's very good, right? And then he goes back to injured Saquon in what's that now? Twenty twenty five. I'm right. losing track. No, twenty twenty four. So they then he's so they got to whatever they they need to at have, that point. They, he should be gone. He's seven years you're, in. You're, and he's you're hurt. afraid of this dead money idea, right? Yes, because so, the Giants have dealt with it too much. And if you're gonna have dead money, you better have dead money on like a position that was worth it. But worth like, taking the swing. But dead money is dead money. It doesn't get valued differently on your salary cap. It went from a, what, what position yeah. it went to. But see, this is getting really in the weeds. But the Giants are going to have to make significant 
in-house signings more significant than Saquon, including their left tackle, of which it took them forever to get one. Right, but when is that When is that due? Next year. Next year. Their so star can... safety, next year. Okay. So the point is, when you're structuring out these deals with dead money, and then eventually when that dead money comes, Kayvon Thibodeau will be one of these guys. You want to be able but to— But theoretically, Barclays—Thibodeau's next deal should not be affected by Barclays if they structure Barclays correctly right now. Okay, but either way, Thomas and McKinney's will— okay. they, they, the Giants struggled forever at keeping their own. There was a long time where only Beckham and Jason Pierre-Paul got in second contracts with the Giants. They finally have drafted well. And I think a lot of these teams that have this run into this problem of running backs, this keeps happening, which is, again, why, in the end, it's too late because Saquon was already drafted. You would rather be in the spot of an Austin Eckler or a, an Alvin Kamara as a franchise where you feel more comfortable paying a running back because you, did, you also don't feel obligated to. The Giant fan like Kevin Wall who, no offense, is a lot younger than me, you know, thinks Saquon Barkley's a bigger deal in the historical part of this franchise than he is and feels the need to take him because the Giants invested no, so much capital. I, in I think Kevin Wall thinks that Saquon Barkley's a really good player. And it's yeah. okay if Daniel Jones and Kayvon Thibodeau are more important, but if he's the next, if he's the third most important he's Giant, not. then he should be around. Saquon's he's, half the offense. Saquon Barkley, half the offense. if I had to rank Giants right now, is the seventh most important player coming into this year. Oh, my God. Okay, but even <laughs> if that's true, that means you should you should pay him and keep him. But not if he's asking for something that's right. You can't pay everybody. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's stop jumping around. We're talking about the theory of paying for Saquon Barkley. We're not talking about Saquon Barkley asking for too much. He could absolutely be asking for too much, and that's on him. We're talking about the value of Saquon Barkley and keeping him on the Giants. And the value of Saquon Barkley, keeping him on the Giants, I'm comfortable with giving him a little more than what the two franchise would guarantee him. I'm not, because he hasn't proven that in his career. He has not proven it. And by the way, Wall, they've now invested in back-to-back years a second-round pick and a third-round pick in receivers they expect to start and just trade for Darren Waller. If Saquon Barkley's half the offense, the Giants are in trouble this year. Giants are in trouble this year. He should be at Saquon best. Barkley. They have weapons out. Yes, they Sa- do. They Saquon have Barkley, Which is exactly why, exactly why it's important. But Saquon was half the offense last year. And he, they didn't draft those guys because they went... Saquon's actually not that good. No, no, no. The rest of that offense, so even if he's But that diminishes third, the value of Saquon to them now. It does. But if he's a, the third of their offense because of Waller, that's good news for everybody. And it doesn't drastically diminish his value. It's also bad news for the Giants because they should be going more running back by committee. They drafted Gay in, uh, Gray in the um, fifth round. Does it matter that the Eagles have $54 million in dead cap money right now? Uh, it will eventually. Okay, but they were just in the Super Bowl, and they're probably going to be the pick to win the NFC yeah. again this year, And they've right? also drafted really well, and we're still making up for bad drafts from the Giants and not getting anything okay. out of that. Okay, so again, but you can live in a world where you own you owe $54 million dead cat money. But You're the, afraid of a couple of mil of a Saquon Barkley. Because the Giants, that was part of what got them in the hole. 855-212-4227. The summation of this is I'm right and they're wrong. When we come you back. You should call us the name, too. You usually do that as well when you don't want to talk anymore. Like, we're fat or stupid or whatever. Bozos. Stunned to a news neck. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jeez. Jeez, Louise. All right, some tweets rolling in at Merez, CBS at Andrew Bogish. I bought 40 nugs backwards, Brian says. I bought 40 nugs for $6 at Food Lion yesterday. Just because I was out of nuggets, not because of basketball. They do great in the air fryer. So backwards, Brian said, I'm just maintaining my nuggets. I mean, but you, here's the thing. Despite what Sean wants you to believe, you don't know why you bought them. It exactly. could have been because of the nuggets. Look, you guys can laugh, and I understand how crazy this theory is. I wouldn't have told you it if I knew it wouldn't get a good laugh, but I am serious. The word nuggets is going to be drilled in your head. It's the NBA Finals, and they're the favorites. Nuggets are going to be in your head, and you will, without knowing or out realizing, buy chicken nuggets at some point in the next three weeks because of the NBA Finals. Yeah, that's all well and good. My new problem is asking people to predict that they're going to be unknowingly influenced by this to buy chicken nuggets. Are you going to have pizza over the next two weeks? Uh, I'm going to have pizza tomorrow night, actually. Okay, so you're unknowingly predicting you're going to have pizza tomorrow night. No, Here's... no, no. I know I'm having pizza because it's already been discussed because my family's coming over before a Little League game. It's, uh, so it's not... Wow, pre-planning the dinner. You literally know house. nothing, as always. Here's what... Bogus. <laughs> By the way, you can tell we're getting her into the line before uh, DA coming back. Bogus has now had it with me How on Thursday. How is it not Friday? Uh, so I'm back here Monday. Yep, nobody asked, but okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, you can let me finish or, you know, just, you know, be, okay. be that guy. Uh, are you guys hosting again on Monday? That's the yeah. last hurrah. Yep, we are. All right, so I propose that to celebrate the end of this wonderful two-week stretch, uh-huh. that uh, we get a little staff uh, staff nugget party on Monday. That It's not a bad idea. The problem is, I think two weeks later, me and Bogues are back together for two weeks. Yeah. But you guys are also done by 10 a.m. Can we get nuggets at 10 a.m.? Breakfast nugs. Does... McDonald's do their full meal all the time? I don't know. I don't there know. is one nearby. According to Big Daddy, it was 1030 True. when it was lunchtime. I, you know what? I do have an air fryer. <laughs> Whoa, you want to plug it in right in front of Billy there? And maybe we'll get some nuggets cooking right there? <laughs> they don't get that. No, I'm, I don't get it either. I think that would be a great place to do it. I would think that we're sound electrically to handle an air fryer, yeah, right? I we put a radio totally. show on the air. Totally. Without certain people pretending to be bosses taking dives, I think that would be perfect. Do you guys want to play a game, um, good tape op, bad tape op? <laughs> <laughs> because, because as I was walking into the oh, studio. That's a great idea. Damn it. As I was walking into the studio, I'm about to open the door and I get, let me ask you something. What's the deal? Why do you always wear a different hat? I never see you wear the same hat back to back. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go good tape op. I'm going to say good tape up, too. Trying to be conversational. Yeah, observant. Billy, good tape up, bad tape up. Well, I already know the answer. What oh, well, that? I don't make the audience doesn't. You tell us. Good, um, good bad tape up. All right. By the way, that's usually Billy's job today, so this is the replacement of Billy. Kevin Wall, good tape up, bad tape up. I know this tape up's past, and I've <laughs> seen a couple bad a NFL Sundays you guys last stink year. At this you game. really do. You stink at the game. You stink at the game. This is Alka-Seltzer in this cup. 
I wish it was cyanide. Yeah. And listen, you can be very friendly, outgoing, talking to people, but you can still be a god-awful tape-up. We've had a lot of them. <laughs> Wall looking in a mirror. Darren and Kuna tweets in. We, we just heard the normal Mraz CBS thought process. Where did it go? I still don't know. I still don't know what the point was. And I'm going to remember it at like 1 p.m. today. Cowboy Sooner tweets in 100% agree with Mraz on Saquon, but he also tweets at DA and not Bogish, which is odd. I mean, can, can DA change AJ? Leave him alone. Wolfstars tweets, and I'm toasting DA on CBS and Pete the Body for their new additions, AJ and Kerry, hashtag parents. By the way, oh, and the Hidden Pickle tweets, and got to raise a baby bottle of DA on CBS and Pete the Body. Can't wait for the return of the legends. Calm down. Calm down. P.S. I can't believe Pete's not coming back. On a different day, just to get simply to beat the best DA to the on air booskies. Yeah. Like, come back on Monday. Make exactly. Monday your day. We'll be happy that Pete's back. And when then, is the Bilotti return? He's coming back on Tuesday as well. Tuesday as well. It's two wow. full weeks for both of them. Giant is awoken, by the way. Morning, I'm toasting my 12 year old son, Owen. Last weekend, he scored four of his team's six goals, including an insane overtime ending goal in the lacrosse tournament for the win. Was a beast, yet is super humble and credited his entire team for all of it. So proud, as Jake Booskies. The father, by the way, not super humble. Owen was my number one uh, boy name suggestion. Both times my wife was pregnant. Really? Well, I can't actually, not the second time because the first time was shot down. But yeah, I love that name. She... Uh, the movie Throw Mama from the Train. <laughs> yeah. One of them is named Owen. And that was it. Yes. And the mama always yelled, like, Owen! And she's like, that's all I will ever hear if you name our kid Owen. Yeah, I'm like, wow. hey, Danny so DeVito's fair, character, so I'm right? out. But I love that name. I'm always jealous of dads who have sons. Although my Jake's pretty cool. So Bob's Bar coming up in two weeks from tomorrow. Is that right? That is correct. Uh, the power washer was delivered, as I mentioned. So the power washing will be the new lines putting down at Bob's Bar. All of that. So that's very, very exciting times. Uh, I will also tell you that currently he lost it again. Where did it go? What happened? What is going on with me? What is going on with me? Is it possible that you're too healthy? That your body Honestly, doesn't what? want to process all these good feelings. Uh, what is going on? You're talking about choking at the free throw line here late. Mm. I had a great Bob's Bar nugget, a chicken nugget for mm, you. I'm hungry. Oh, and I lost it. I think it was about Pete. I thought it was about Pete, but maybe it's not about Pete. It'll come to you. I don't know. Oh, that's what I was going to say. There it is. Oh, Yesterday we is. discussed. This is very important for anybody who is making the trip to Bob's Bar. Bob's Bar is an actual human being's backyard, okay? It is not a palace. I mean, look, they have a nice little awning that we will be covered in doing the show. One thing we cannot control is the weather, mm. okay? And we have found ourselves in a little bit of a hidden pickle, if you will. And I believe we mentioned this last year. But by inviting you, the listener, and being able to share this experience, which we are all looking forward to, however many of you come, whether it's two, whether it's 10, whether it's 20, However many of you actually make the trip from Arkansas to Colorado to all of it. Remember this. Because you are coming, we no longer have the ability to say, hey, you guys see the forecast? Let's move it back a week. Because right. you guys would be like, what are you doing? I flew in here. It's not as if we have some kind of like hole we could go to where like we know the equipment will work. So in other words, this show essentially 
has to go on rain or shine. Imagine if we did the show from here instead. Yeah. And this crew is just sitting outside with and, Jack Stern on a Friday morning. And I just want to preface this by saying we don't want to put it in the atmosphere. We've had good weather back to the because Hopefully it's good weather. Hopefully this doesn't even come up. But just be aware that unless Zach Gelb is selling ponchos for $2 outside the gates. Yes. To come prepared. Hoods, ponchos, umbrellas. Yeah, like, we might be able to do, like, a couple quick shade pop-ups for you real quick. But there's a good chance if it pours and rains, we have two choices. Either we cancel the event and you flew in for nothing, the very rare amounts of you. And all we can offer is Pete's basement. Right. Or (laughs) you're going to stand out there in the rain. So just be prepared. When packing, consider that. Yeah, you're responsible for your own weatherproofing. Yes, that's it. That's it. We don't want to hear complaints about the weather, and that's the bottom line. That's the end of it. Okay. There? Yeah, and not even complaints. It's just a, it's a logical thought I would have just had it if I was ahead coming to packing. visit. Yep, there is it. no rain date. There's no alternate location. We can barely do this at one place. <laughs> so to have a backup scenario is impossible. Fingers crossed it doesn't come up. But if it does, just be prepared that there's limited coverage at Bob's Bar. Exactly. Have we looked far out to see what the forecast it's too could far be on away. that day? Way too far, yeah, okay. too far I wasn't sure if we Way were at that away. stage yet. Yeah. All right, Greg, I don't want to be late to stun, so why don't we get moving here? No, of course not. Should I bring bagels again? Of course. All right, great. I thought that was assumed. All right, they're in. Uh, all right, great. I thought that was assumed. All right, they're in. Uh, well, I guess we, we talked about the NBA Finals. We've done a lot of that. The Heat ruled out Tyler Hero for Game 1 because of his fractured right hand. But he did get cleared for basketball activities and took part in team drills yesterday. Game three remains the tentative target for his return. The NBA coaching market was reset by Monty Williams. He leapfrogged Greg Popovich to become the highest paid coach in the league by more than 1.5 mil per season. Pop was making 11 and a half. Monty's now getting just over 13 million across a brand new six-year pack from the Pistons. With incentives and performance bonuses, that contract could reach a total of $100 million over eight years. The rest of the top five, Steve Kerr, Eric Spolstra, and Rick Carlisle, the three of them earn between seven and a quarter and 9.5 annually. Want to get this in before stunned? Tip of the cap to Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris, who helped save a three-year-old boy who was drowning at a Las Vegas hotel pool over the weekend. Wow. Morris found the nearest defibrillator, got it to a doctor that was there to start chest compressions on the boy, Morris credited the Rams' recent CPR, AED, and first aid training for helping him be aware of proper protocols and knowing the importance of one of these AEDs, which shocks the heart back into the uh, into rhythm. Just an amazing story given what happened to DeMar Hamlin this season. So a wow. belated Booskies to Raheem Morris. Booskies! That's great. And now we get stunned. All right! Yeah, 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 yeah. It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy. This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA show is stunned to a news. Police in South Carolina arrested a man after he used a toy gun to rob a convenience store on Tuesday. David Joseph D'Alessandro allegedly held up a convenience store using a original Nintendo Duck Hunt Game oh pistol. Dallas Sandro, <laughs> 25 years old, barged into a quick stop on Tuesday at about 5.45 p.m., flashed the toy gun at the cashier while demanding money. <laughs> he was dressed in a wig, a mask, and a hoodie, and had spray-painted the video game pistol all black, so it looked more realistic when he lifted his shirt to reveal the duck hunt gun jutting out of the waistband of his pants. He received $300 from the register, 
Deputies soon found him just down the street from the quick stop in the parking lot of a Dollar General oh. and arrested him after finding the toy gun still in his pants. He was booked into the York County Detention Center on charges of armed robbery with a deadly weapon, wearing a mask, which I guess in itself is a crime, and petty larceny of less than $2,000. Wow, so this is interesting. You could still be charged with armed robbery even if it's a duck hunt gun. I guess so. I understand the robbery and the fear you're striking, but I would have thought the charges would have actually been less when you realized that nobody was actually in real danger. I don't think it matters. I think it's the idea of you making them think it's a gun. Really? Yeah. So, I mean, either way, he's trash, so that's fine. But yeah. I found that interesting. This might be my favorite original Nintendo game. It makes me think of my grandfather. He mm-hmm. loved it. He just gets so angry at it. So it's like nostalgic too. So when you mentioned it, I started looking up to see like what you could, what would cost like to have the original gun. I don't have that information yet, but you can buy one new from Walmart right now for yeah. $16. They're back in. But what do you plug it into? I think they Is sell it- those adapters now. But the, like you to use on what you can to fire up your old NES machine. So no, the Nintendo of, Switch. But that doesn't have a that doesn't have a thing for it. So this is a console attachment, or is this just a replica so that you can have no, it? No, it's oh that's the okay it's the gun, it is, yeah. and it's got the old school cable on it. But like, how does it work? There's got to be a Nintendo system. I'm so far away from Nintendo. I've still been a PlayStation guy. There's got to be something that we're missing. Because we have a um we have the Switch, and they sold a gimmicky version like a chicken shooting game and, and it oh. actually came with like a a rifle you like pump yeah. it's nothing like duck hunt it was such a waste of time duck but like i need so to know how i can use this day. bad boy still there is, is nintendo switch is, is are we missing is there another new nintendo system no that's it that's and i don't one. know where you would plug this into that's shocking right it's kind of sad for nintendo they mm-hmm. should have like a they, it's nintendo i guess they uh what, I mean, what are they doing these days? Are they still... they made a they made a, a better switch with a better display, but okay. they didn't make a different console. Are Nintendo they making new games in. for it? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, they are. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Absolutely. I'm not familiar with the switch. That's why Microsoft getting involved with Xbox kind of ruined everything. Everybody fell in love with Xbox. It was it was Sega, it was Nintendo, and then there was Sony PlayStation. So we didn't need Xbox kind of taking Nintendo storm here. I never had a Nintendo, an original Nintendo. My first console was a Sega Genesis. Man, that's the one thing about having young kids. I haven't played, like, Madden in three years, Call yeah. of Duty. I do miss it. There are days I miss it. Dude, I still play Fortnite. I don't know how you have I the time, lo- I love man. it. I don't know how you have the time. Well, I guess you don't have kids, but, like, the kids, and then by the time I'm... Then I'm watching sports and, you know, the yard work. It doesn't end. I think I cut the sports out. I think that's really where I've been. Yeah. I mean, my I need time. to for work. I just don't have time. And then, you know, if you want to watch a show or something, I want to play video games again. I want to just sit there and eat seven pounds of Fritos... Mm. Drink Dr. Pepper and pick the belly button lint out of me and wonder yes. if I'll ever lose weight while playing Call of Duty. But like, I know what I'm thinking about later. You you do plenty of things where you have hours to yourself. You can't just carve Not out really, some man. Nintendo time. Dude, last night I finally watched the Chicago Fire finale. It took me oh, five days. thank God. Five days to get through it. See, I would just cross off Chicago Fire no. altogether. And I that frees all... up a full season isn't of course of time. Isn't an old show? No, that's on no. NBC. I love Chicago Fire. But the problem, the NBA and NHL players, I do pride myself on tracking the playoffs. By the time my kids go to bed, they don't go to bed early anymore. It's like 8, 8.30. Uh, I'm up till 9.30. I'm usually watching whatever. Then I can't sit there and play a game if they're up and they're playing. Because, Daddy, give me the controller. Daddy, this. Daddy, but there are also days How much more you want for my life? But there are days where you leave here and you get home and no one's home. You can't squeeze in a little game time then? Not if I want to exercise. 
how long do you exercise for? Hour and a half every day, and then I have to, I like lay down for an hour, have a little lunch, and then I'm picking up my kids from daycare. I, I feel like you could figure out a, a, a place or two to Dude, you'd be surprised, man. Games. There's a lot of times I'm late to pick up my kids from daycare. <laughs> it, when does the late charge kick in? I mean, it kicks in every Friday, and I go, woof. But I'm telling you, like, I, I don't have as much free time as you think. All right, when we come back, is Matthew Slater right on calling out the NFL and their BS? It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Boom, shakalaka. Matthew Slater, special teams ace, who's basically made a career in New England on running down kickoffs, commented on the new kickoff rule yesterday, said, I'm just not convinced that our league is always going to do what's in the best interest of our players. I don't believe that this is truly in the name of player health and safety. Ah, that sounds familiar, Bogues. It does. Sounds like something you and I were saying on the DA show when this rule went through last week. And that is this. They are acting as if this kickoff rule is going to change concussions, where I think there's a long play here. I think in terms of every last dollar, from Peacock to YouTube TV to expanded schedules, I believe the NFL hopes long-term, especially if expansion is coming, by the way, because remember, that's still in talks, right? London's expand anything like this. They want to shorten rosters up. They would rather have 45 guys on a roster instead of 53 guys on a roster, and you know how you do that? By chiseling away at special teams every single offseason to the point you finally say, there's no more kickoffs. Everybody gets the ball to 25. And a guy like Matthew Slater, who also commented yesterday, he would not have a career if this rule was in place 15 years ago. He's right. I think the NFL's long play here is less than the jobs in the league. Now, Matt, that's not Matthew Slater's point. That's your point. His point was just... They actually don't care about player safety, and this is a cover for that nonsense. Like, if you look at the other decisions that they make yeah. that really would impact player safety, they don't make but those. He, he doesn't actually say what they're covering, what the reason they would cover. Well, for. I, I think he's saying it's it's for it's for face. It's to make you think that they care about this, but they mm-hmm. really don't because, like, here's where Da gets involved. They refuse to play on grass surfaces in certain places. Right. They still fight tooth and nail with retired players for health benefits and stuff like that. He mentioned Thursday Night Football. So he's he's calling them hypocrites. They are hypocrites. He didn't mention roster cuts. No, that's my theory. Yeah. But he also did say he would not have a career. Right. But that's different because that's that's where his role was this. If that's not there, he doesn't have a career. Doesn't mean he doesn't have a but job. That's my point. The doesn't N- mean I know his name. But the NFL is on this. They they're gonna eventually limit kickers. You're not gonna need gunners on special teams, and the rosters are gonna get shorter. It's all a long game. I'm on this. The DA show on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.